Welcome to the Choose You Netcast. This is Jim Langlois with the word from Joshua 24, 15. Choose you this day whom you will serve, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's my prayer that this netcast will encourage and cheer you on as we join forces to draw the line in the sand, defending our faith and our households in the resurrection power of Jesus. Join me each weekday as we dig deeply into God's amazing word and bring up the rich treasures of his blessings. Are you ready? Choose you this day. Whom you will serve. But that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. I said, choose you this day, whom you will serve. But that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. world and thank you for tuning in. We're continuing in our series titled The Family Bible Revolution, an end time message for his generational blessing. We left off yesterday talking about the second essential for the family Bible revolution being authority. I also describe it as biblical headship and today we're continuing that theme with the title Learning to Be Number Two. In all actuality, No one is number one except God the Father. No one else will ever be number one. Satan did not understand the principles of authority being rank, position, relationship, respect, and honor. True authority is not established from top down, but rather it's from bottom up. Authority is given, not taken. Rank, position, and relationship dictate levels of authority. If they are respected and honored from the bottom up, authority works well. If they're demanded and forced from top down, authority does not work well. In order for authority to work well, it must be given or allowed from bottom up, not top down. For example, if a police officer commands a citizen to sit down, only if that authority is respected and honored from bottom up will it work effectively. Oh yes, if the citizen refuses, it will be forced upon them. But the authority did not work well because it was not given and it had to be taken. If the citizen does not give the authority to the police officer, in all actuality, the police officer really has no authority and has to force it upon him. In other words, we cannot ever make anyone obey because even if you take it by force, the person still has not submitted and they may never will. The only recourse for many people like this is to be forcefully locked up. Even though they might be locked up, in reality, they're still not submitting and allowing authority to take its place. Learning to be number two. It has wonderful advantages. Jesus understands number two. The Holy Spirit understands number two. The husband and father needs to understand number two. The wife and mother needs to understand number two. The children and young adults need to understand number two. Singles, like Christ, need to understand number two. CEOs need to understand number two. Presidents need to understand number two. So do kings, princes, priests, pastors, business owners, employees, volunteers, the rich, the poor, and everyone on the planet. There is only one number one. That's God the Father. He's not a dictator, not a king, not a prince, not a priest, not a CEO, not a president. He's not just a father. He's the Father. Number one is the anointing and spirit of the Father. 
Number two understands. Number two allows. Number two submits. Number two respects and honors. Number two gives. Number two is the anointing and the spirit of the Son. Matthew twenty twenty eight in the message says, This is what the Son of Man has done. He came to serve, not to be served, and then to give away his life in exchange for the many who are held hostage. Number one is the anointing and spirit of the Father. Number two is the anointing and spirit of the Son. Anyone and everyone who is number two needs to understand and walk in the spirit of the Son. We are all sons and daughters of the Father. 2 Corinthians 6.18 says, I will be a father to you, and you shall be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. Listen carefully. The highest position of authority in heaven and earth is the Father. It has the greatest anointing and appointing. It is not the king or the president. The anointing of the Father is position, protection, provision, and counsel. Does this relate to earthly fathers? Yes, it does. However, God is the only Father who is truly number one. All earthly fathers are number two. If they get into pride and attempt to become number one, they will eventually fall like Satan and their loss will be great. I like how John the Baptist, the greatest prophet, expressed his anointing as number two. In John chapter 3, verses 26 through 27, it says, And they came to John and said to him, Rabbi, he who is with you beyond the Jordan, to whom you have testified, behold, he is baptizing, and all are coming to him. And John answered and said, A man can receive nothing unless it has been given to him from heaven. We need revelation on the spirit of the Father. This anointing is a characteristic of God. Our wives and children need this spirit manifested in their lives. It can only happen when a son accepts the fatherhood of God and then allows God to make them a father. This is true evangelism and discipleship, not rulers or dictators, but fathers. How can a man do this if they've never experienced it themselves? What about those who only experienced rulership and dictatorship, even to the point of mental and physical abuse? Here's my answer. If you are called and appointed, then you're also anointed. God never commands we do something that is impossible for us to do. For whatever he commands, he enables. The truth is, God's anointing can overcome all past experience, and as a new creature in Christ, all things can be new. 2 Corinthians 5.17 Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. I remember, as an assistant pastor, that it was a pretty easy position. The advantage was I did not have to make the difficult choices or decisions for the ministry. When someone wanted permission to do something like spend money or change policies, they would submit it to me. I would then take that request to the senior pastor. When I received the answer, I then had to deliver it back to the one with the request. If the answer was no, many times the recipient was not happy, and some at times would get angry. The interesting thing, though, was that they were not mad at me, but at the senior pastor. Several years later, when I started my own ministry in church, I was now the senior pastor. I concluded something rather quickly. What's the difference between a senior pastor and an assistant pastor? Uh, here's my quote. Everybody loves the assistant pastor. <laughs> but as a senior pastor, I'm in effect still number two. 
not only do I have an advisory board, but I also have a board of trustees. And not to forget, I am always under the authority of the Holy Spirit, my guide, Jesus, my Lord and Savior, and God, my Heavenly Father. Again, no one but God is truly number one. This may seem difficult, but guess what? Through Christ, we can do it. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I received an email from a friend, author unknown, but it had to do with the idea that police need to retrain. And this is what it says. Now, let me see if I have this right. There's no guidance or discipline in the home. The family situation is so unstable, Junior doesn't even know where or to whom to send a Father's Day card. Junior gets dumped into the education system where he is socially promoted because the overwhelmed school district can't deal with the undisciplined wealth. Junior's major formative influences are gangster rap videos and a corresponding peer group of gangster wannabes. And at age 18, Junior is turned loose on society carrying a bad attitude, a broken compass, and no respect for authority. Junior gets himself in big trouble with the law and meets dire consequences. Then the situation diagnosis is that the police need more training and understanding? Pardon me for asking. It says, but do you really believe this malarkey? Well, now that we know the authority that comes with a position, let's find out about the duty and power that comes along with it. And that has to do with the Family Bible Revolution, essential number three. But before we do that, let's review all five essentials. The first is family worship. Second, authority. Third, appointed and anointed. Fourth, generational. And fifth, church worship. And we can state it like this. Family worship is the focus of God's word being presented and discussed in the household on a regular basis. Authority establishes the responsibility, respect, and honor. Appointed and anointed speaks of the calling, gifting, and the God-given ability to fulfill that call. Generational speaks of the strength and energy of the young and the wisdom and fortitude of the old together. And finally, church worship speaks of the importance of the Sabbath and our gathering unto him in the beauty of holiness. And now we'll begin essential number three, appointed and anointed, speaking of calling, gifting, and the God-given ability to fulfill that call. Because yes, we must have family worship, and we understand who has the authority to do it, but we need to discuss they also have the calling, the gifting, and the God-given ability to fulfill that call. Nehemiah 9.32 says, Now therefore our God, the great, the mighty, and awesome God, who keeps covenant and mercy, do not let all the trouble seem small before you that has come upon us, our kings and our princes, our priests and our prophets, our fathers, and on all your people from the days of the kings of Assyria until this day. Notice how fathers are included in the leadership group of kings, princes, priests, and prophets. J.W. Alexander, who lived from 1804 to 1859 in A Theology of the Family, said, The head of the family is to take care that none of the family withdraw himself from any part of family worship, and seeing the ordinary performance of all the parts of family worship belongeth properly to the head of the family, the minister is to stir up such as are lazy and train up such as are weak to a fitness for these exercises. Yes, it's the father and family worship. J.W. Alexander also said, where the head of a family is lukewarm or worldly, 
he will send a chill through the whole house. And if any happy exception occur, and one and another surpass him in faithfulness, it will be in spite of his evil example. Where the head of a family is a man of faith, of affection, and of zeal, consecrating all his works and life to Christ, it is very rare to find all his household otherwise minded. Observation shows that families which have no household worship are at a low ebb in spiritual things, that families where it is performed in a cold, sluggish, negligent, or hurried way are little affected by it and little affected by any means of grace, and that families where God is worshipped every morning and evening by all the inmates of the house in a solemn and affectionate service are blessed with an increase of piety and happiness. Every individual is blessed. Each one receives a portion of the heavenly food. Well, once again, that's all the time we have. So I look forward to being with you again in my next netcast. Mark your calendar, set your clock, and tune in as we continue in establishing the Family Bible Revolution, an end-time message for His generational blessing. I call you blessed. You have been listening to the Choose You Netcast with Jim Langlois. If you have enjoyed this program, you can find out more about Jim Langlois Ministries on the Master's House website at tmhnow.org. That's tmhnow.org. On the media tab, you can listen to many more messages, subscribe to my daily devotional emails, and follow the link to my blog site. If you'd like to write me or become a financial partner with this ministry, my address is the Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. That's the Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. Online donations can also be made at tmhnow.org, and my email address is pastorjim at tmhnow.org. This is Jim Langlois saying be blessed, you and your whole household. Until next time. Choose you this day, but that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house.